Hi folks, my name is Linda Emmett and welcome to Happiness is an Inside Job. We are the creators of our own reality, we create our own lives. Our mind is our biggest limit and it's our own beliefs, behaviours and habits constantly caught in those cycles that keep us trapped where we are and stand in the way of our own happiness. So throughout this podcast, we're going to take a deep dive into some of those beliefs, habits and patterns, where they show up in your lives and what you can do to change them. On this week's episode, we're going to talk about meditation. What is it? And what are the benefits? Why is it sweeping the globe? And so many people are buying so much more into it to benefit their their health and their wellness. Well, first off, there are so many different types of meditation. There's Zen, mindfulness, mantra, metta. I could go on and on. There's absolutely dozens of different styles of meditations out there, possibly more. But there's, there's no wrong type. It's what suits your mind and works for you. It's finding, and I've went through, before I trained myself, I went through many different types and and styles, many different apps. I done visualization, I did guided, I did unguided, where I'd listen to an ocean for ages. Some worked for me, some didn't. What I found very powerful for me is visualization. That works hugely for my mind, but as I mentioned, everybody's mind is different and it's finding what works for you and building that into your day because there's amazing benefits to it and for your own happiness and well-being it's it has a phenomenal effect and I'm speaking from from my own experience as I've mentioned before I suffered hugely with anxiety and and stress in the past I'd chronic anxiety for about two years and one of the forced saving graces for me at the very beginning, when I was trying to actually walk through and overcome the anxiety, was just learning to breathe. Learning to breathe and re-presence myself. At the time, some of my anxiety had come up in the car. So that was where I started practicing it. I'd, When I stopped, obviously, look at myself in the mirror, remind myself where I was, feel the seat around me and breathe. Your mind sometimes can be like a snow globe that has been shaken with thoughts flying absolutely everywhere especially when we're we're feeling stressed and what meditation and breathing back into yourself can do is just create that stillness that stillness to give you an opportunity to look at what those reoccurring thoughts and feelings are and then to begin to start managing them another phenomenal benefit of meditation again coming from the mind aspect is we can learn to direct our own attention be it as I mentioned when I was struggling with anxiety and I'd be so frightened at the time one of the things I struggled with was I'd shake like Bambi on benzos at times I'd get that anxious and I'd think that when I was in the car because I was shaking so much that I was going to lose control of the pedals and that would absolutely terrify me but obviously the more I had these reoccurring fearful thoughts the more my body was responding to my own thoughts I didn't know it at the time but it was breathing back into myself I used to put on a bit of meditation music in the car breathe back into myself focus look around me look at the steering wheel feel back into my own body and as I say guys that was the start 
of me making immense changes. And then I started to recognize what my thoughts were. And I used to chant over and over to myself, my mind controls my body, my body does not control my mind. And that was the one sentence that I'd say to myself over and over and over. Now, over time, that's actually expanded into when I go running, which I believe is an active form of, of meditation. And when I get tired, but I know it's my head giving up as opposed to my body. Again, I'll start saying to myself, my mind controls my body. My body does not control my mind. And it's reminding yourself of that and starting to recognize that it's your own reoccurring thoughts that are driving all the, the fear stories you're creating and the responses in your system, in your physical system. And meditation hugely helps you connect back in with yourself, with who you are. Our mind determines our experience of life. It determines how we think, how we feel. And we have a tremendous ability, potential and power to change our experience of the world and ourselves through getting control over our own minds. How we view things comes from our own perception. What we think is reality is how we're perceiving right reality. A very small example of this would be, you know, four people sitting at a bus stop, all getting the same text message from the same person. And that says, I'll meet you in half an hour in TGI Fridays. Would love to see you. Those four people will think completely different things of that text message, depending on where they are in their own minds. They might have a battle about time. Will I make it? Oh, they're always very last minute. Oh, do they really want to see me? Are they only texting me because I've no one else? Or, oh my God, I'm absolutely dying to see this person. I'm so delighted that they invited me to TGI Fridays. I'm starving anyway. That's coming from their own perception, what they think of that same text message. And this is true of, of any event in our lives. How we perceive it comes from our own thinking, our own reality. And meditation gives us control over our own brain, our own emotions, our own feelings and our own mental activity. We are either using our minds or our minds are using us. To take a quick look even at some of the physical benefits that we get from meditation, it synchronizes the right and left hemisphere of our brains, enhancing our own creativity and focus. So therefore, through meditation, you can learn to work smarter, not harder, because your creativity and focus are enhanced. When you have the ability to still your mind, to still, and I'm not saying by any means that you won't have any thoughts. Of course you will, but it's not getting into a battle with them. It's just letting them float by like clouds. You will constantly, and depending on your own mindset and how you were feeling when you went into the meditation or when you went into your practice, or whether you bothered creating a space for yourself, all of these things make a difference. But it's not about no, we will always have mental activity going on, but it's being able to be still enough to recognize reoccurring patterns of thought that keep coming up. And that's what meditation will give you the gift of. We have five different wavelengths that our brain oscillates at the speeds that it oscillates at. And gamma would be our, our fastest wavelength. We're, we're ultra focused. We use this when we're sitting exams and sitting a drive and test and things like that. Then we move down into beta, alpha, delta and delta. 
beta and alpha are where we 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 kind of live throughout the day we can you know be a little bit more relaxed we're not intensely focused we might get a little bit daydreaming we bounce between the two and delta beta into delta would be our our meditative state when our brain is actually the wavelengths are going at a, a slower rate it's giving you the opportunity to connect back into yourself when your mind has slowed down so it's absolutely powerful and recognizing your own stress triggers, your own anxiety triggers. It reduces over time your, your blood pressure. Recognizing your stress triggers gives you t- the ability to undo any future issues that would be tied into any stress related illnesses. And we all know that 80% of illnesses are related back to stress. We are the stress generation, an awful thing to say, but it's, it's the reality. It also promotes restful sleep because you're, you're, you're dialing your whole system down. You're breathing back into yourself, connecting with yourself, connecting with your body. We spend a monstrous amount of time completely ignoring, not listening to our own bodies, Listen to, listening to the little alarms our body is giving us. When you're sitting there and you've yawned six times, but you're putting on episode seven. Or you're going, I'll just answer this text or respond to this email. When your body's yawning over and over telling you you're tired. And that's fine to do that one or two nights. If that's your every night activity, you're possibly not getting the sleep that you require. Plus, if you're on the phone, the laptop or on any screen before you go to bed, that is having the opposite effect on the brain. You're not releasing the melatonin because the blue light in your in your screens is directly blocking melatonin release, which means you're still awake going to bed and you're restless. You're getting irritated. And again, that's impacting your sleep and the cycles that you're going into. And as I've mentioned before, guys, but just a huge reminder, your body regenerates, repairs and restores overnight. That's when our cells are regenerating, our muscles are regenerating. Your mind is processing everything that's happened throughout the day. And it's not breaking it down, but for want of a better term, breaking it down, detaching the emotion and and compartmentalizing the things that have happened to you. So there's a huge amount that your body does overnight. If you're not going through your four cycles of sleep every night, you're not regenerating and repairing throughout your your system and you're getting up the next day feeling fatigued feeling lethargic so the fact that meditation promotes restful sleep that alone is a huge benefit they also say folks again you know um, i've seen this on a number of youtube videos but some of some of what i've uh, i've been looking into especially lately is you know they say as a as a species, we've never been more miserable. It's sad to say, but you know, it's the truth. The statistics of suicide, depression, anxiety, stress, relationship breakdowns, they're at an all time high. So why are we suffering? There's a huge amount that we can impact through small habits and practices each day. You impact your internal world and you're directly impacting your external world. Our brain is like a a virtual reality machine. We can create numerous realities all at once. 
we we know that from the stories that we tell ourselves that we've all been having a you know a, a dodgy monday and won the lotto in our head we see ourselves gifting families you know buying cars going on holidays on that canoe in bali doing all these things and we actually we create a reality that our, our brain buys into our brain does not know the difference between what's real and what's imagined so you're feeling all of those emotions so imagine if you could change up some of the fear stories and some of those reoccurring negative thoughts and habits and you could change those up to positive ones imagine how powerful you can be and everything that you can achieve our brain is an absolutely phenomenal superpower and it exists to serve you but your brain's primary function is your survival not your happiness our happiness is our job our happiness is what we need to be doing and our happiness lies a lot within changing the structure of our own internal world changing how we're treating ourselves and learning to develop a better understanding and awareness of ourselves both physically and mentally and again these come hugely with the practice of a short meditation at regular intervals building that back in or building it in for the first time even and learning to do that and learning even to breathe back into yourself it's mad when you when you think of a, a, a newborn baby a young baby you can picture when they're asleep how they breathe their stomach rising and falling rising and falling it's just we're imprinted with how to breathe properly and we release in and around 70 percent of the toxins in our body out through our lungs so the healing alone and the repair and recovery breathing correctly through meditation and learning the art of it and taking it out into your daily life is extremely powerful for the health of your own body and sadly we train our systems to to move so far away from breathing naturally you know we train ourselves to to hold our breath to breathe shallow when when we're angry or anxious breathe tight and rapid when we're distressed when we're when we're angry we have all different types and styles of breathing that isn't supernatural to us now right if you're if you're in fight or flight and you're running away from something yes you need a short shallow breaths to to make your escape but a lot of the times we're not being chased by tigers it's our own stresses that cause us to change our breathing it's our own when we didn't miss a deadline or we did miss a deadline or we might miss a deadline or we might be late or we start panicking these aren't actual threats to our survival but we have habits of stress responses that changes our breathing and these changes to our breathing stop our body a releasing out all the toxins that it naturally releases out but also b if we are regularly stressed we are regularly not breathing correctly and all this is doing is redriving the stress response within your own system we have a vagus nerve that runs from our brain down into our stomach and we've a hundred million neurons in our stomach constantly like for want of a better term spidey senses detecting what's going on if you're breathing shallow and oxygen isn't going down you're not breathing into your stomach that vagus nerve is getting a signal that your system is in threat 
And that is re-driving that, sending that signal back to the brain and it's re-driving the stress response because your system believes it's under threat. And there we are getting into the habit of being in the stress response. And again, over time, the the impact that stress has on our system, our, our critical thinking goes offline, our digestive system is offline. There's a number of uh, digestive issues that are connected with stress and anxiety and that's including weight gain. When we're in the stress response, it changes the food choices we make. We Because when we're in the threat response, we require more energy, we crave energy dense foods. So therefore, your critical thinking is offline. So your goals are gone out the window. All you're thinking of is the here and now and the stress response you're in. And you're seeking those energy dense foods to boot. So you can see if you're regularly stressed, if this is showing up each day, how over time this can have a massive impact on your body. And all the while you're feeling out of control and going, why is this happening? Why can I not control this? You start at the core building in some meditation into your, as I've mentioned, your daily habits. I started out many years ago now, but I used to actually listen to it in the car on the way to work. I used to put it on, obviously I wouldn't close my eyes, but yeah, I used to listen to it in the car. I used to just practice breathing, feeling into my body. And what I found was brilliant was it helped me just unbaggage some of, some of my own thoughts, put down some of the things I was worrying about, be able to stop and say to myself, you know, does it matter in five minutes? Will it matter in five years? And that's where even my own journey with meditation started. And as I've mentioned, it was a monstrous benefit when, when I struggled with, with anxiety. True. Now, I did an awful lot of other work, but that was certainly front and centre, building in meditations. Because again, when, when I struggled with anxiety, I would have had huge struggles with sleep. I would lie awake for hours with relentless stories going around in my head. And when I started practicing meditation at night, just popping in the headphones, just listen. It does not matter one iota whether you stay awake or you don't. Your subconscious is always awake, so it's always listening. So that's always in infiltrating. It's, it has, again, uh, uh, even for my own story, it, you know, at the start, I would manage four minutes and I'd have days where I thought I was good at it and days where, you know, me, my mind would be running a mile a minute. But meditation in itself, it's a practice. It's like any other habit we learn. Over time, our brain learns it. And it teaches us to pay attention to our own emotions and the energy that we're giving out and the energy of the people around us. Because as we know, the energy you bring directly impacts others and vice versa. We've all walked into that room where you knew walking in, you could hear a pin drop. There was, we've, we sensed tension, we sensed unrest, we said, oh, just after being an argument here, we are energy beings, we pick up on energy very, very quickly. So to be able to connect into your own energy and what you're giving out to other people, again, is is hugely powerful. It helps you also to connect back in with, with some peace and calm, sometimes in the eye of the storm. Sometimes life does not go the way we planned or the ideas we have don't pan out. Things happen, people get sick, you know, 
people break up, kids grow up, all of these things, you know, and it helps you connect in with your own stillness when things may not be going your way. It helps you quieten down in the midst of all the noise sometimes that you feel is going on. Reconnect in with yourself and ask yourself, okay, what is it that I need to get me through this? It helps you connect in with your own core resilience and strength and, and who you actually are beneath the distress, anxieties, fears and worries, who you truly are. Because we can get so caught up in our in our own stories of what we tell ourselves. Um, it connects you with the, with the true you. And as I've mentioned, it's absolutely a habit. It's something you build. You can build it from five minutes to eight minutes to 10 minutes. You can do it while you're walking. You can, there is no set way. It's what works for you. And as we know, guys, whatever behavior we engage our brain in over and over again, it changes our brain over time. Neuroplasticity is so powerful. We build a new neural pathway. So like that, meditation can actually change your brain structure for the better over time. They've done countless studies over decades showing more grey matter in the minds of meditators, which absolutely enhances memory. Again, as I've mentioned, your, your creativity and your focus are enhanced. Over time, as we age, our cortex can, can shrink. Meditation help, has huge benefits um, in this. Meditation is known through a huge number of studies, again, guys, that it prevents or slows down age-related decline. It stops, it can slow down your own body's aging. Stress accelerates your body's aging. So if you do the maths yourself, if you're reducing your stress levels, that's accelerating your body's aging in so many ways, including your organs. Doing meditation will have the opposite effect. It's slowing your whole system down. It's also, it's, it's one of the key things, to be honest, in, in emotional regulation, in regulating and managing your own emotions. Sometimes we can, be, we can be hijacked by events that are going on. We can be emotionally hijacked. We can get carried away. We can be having murder in our heads long before we have the conversation. Again, taking the time to breathe back into yourself, still yourself a little bit and think about the situation and see beyond the conversation you're debating, having or, you know, that... I don't know whether it's a fight or whatever it is, seeing, taking a few minutes to see five, 10 minutes beyond that, beyond what you're creating and see the impacts. Taking a few minutes, asking, does this serve me? And again, does it matter in five minutes and will it matter in five years? These are some of the absolutely powerful benefits that meditation brings. So that's it for me for this week, guys. I hope you've really enjoyed it and got some fabulous takeaways. And as always, I invite you to connect in with me across social media or check me out on my website, www.yourgifttoyou.com or email me, linda at yourgifttoyou.com, guys, because I'd love to hear from you and any topics you'd like for us to talk about or any more learnings that you want. And please remember, give me those reviews because it keeps the podcast getting out there to more people. So chat to you very soon, guys. Bye-bye.